Klaatu, Verada. <laughs> got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. What's up, people? We are back with another Talking Evil Dead. I'm your host, Mitchell. And I'm the other host, Dustin. And today we have uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, Season 3, Episode 8. Um... More more rift tripping we have here. Um, so we have uh, we're down to the final two episodes after this this one. Yeah, and um, you know that's, there, there's there's still some plot threads to tie up, but you know how they do them pretty quick. So uh, we're gonna see some action here in the next two episodes for sure. Um, this one Absolutely. definitely. Definitely carried on that uh, Stranger Things sort of vibe with this uh, netherworld or this this between world. Um, You know, I like how Dalton puts it at one point. Um, He says, I think hell's the next stop. Um, Yeah. And, you know, for... So basically, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I've been rambling. That's all I do here in the beginning (laughs) is just ramble while I recall what what I saw. So basically... Yeah, yeah. And so basically, they're stuck in this uh, dimension that's in between either heaven or hell, but more more than likely just hell. Now, how people get there, that's that's the next question. Uh, it, it's not the knife. It's it's evil killing them. So basically, a deadite. I was kind of hoping to see maybe, you know, the return of Brock in this time, or maybe even somebody from the past, but we didn't. We just got all the kids that were just recently murdered by evil Ash. Yeah, which I guess makes uh, a lot of sense. It gives, you know, this world a couple more uh, fodder people to show off their, their spooky effects, which are really yeah. creepy. <laughs> I, I really dig this uh, this kind of smoke demon thing that's hunting them throughout the episode. You know, he always appears in a big pillar of smoke and, um, the, the effects of all the arms, you know, dragging you literally down through the ground to hell is is very creepy. It's very Uh drag me to hell esque, um, which makes sense. Another, uh, Raimi property drag me to hell. Um, so it's very similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what it reminded me of. As soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh, that's definitely a reference to that film. <laughs> sure, yeah, and it, it works really well within this franchise. Um so yeah, you know, the bulk of this episode takes place uh over there as we've got Brandy, Kelly, and Dalton all meeting up and getting together. Um in fact Brandy runs into uh Dalton first. He kind of saves her from this monster. And uh you know, when he appeared in the earlier episodes, Dalton, this this actor, um, I thought all of his lines were very, um, very solid, you know, very, very dull. Um, he seemed just very stiff and like not the greatest actor. Uh, but seeing him here, I think he, he's really come into the character a bit more. And, and now that he's getting more to do, I think he's just getting to show off his acting a little bit better. Um, so I, I definitely found myself enjoying his character a little bit more than I had earlier 
in the show, um, especially because we consider him to be fodder this whole time and he's not meant to be sticking around. But now he's here and he's doing helpful things, helping Kelly and helping Brandy. So good for him. Yeah, yeah, he was very useful this time around uh, because, I mean, he was in it so shortly. It was just he was there and then he was gone. You know, he was dispatched with quickly, and I was like, "Why? what is the point in introducing a character like this? But, you know, as it went on, you know, that character ties back to also the Knights of Samaria, so it made sense to include him in that first bit, and it really made sense to include him in the second bit, because without him, they probably wouldn't have made it out. Sure, yeah, he's uh, he's he's been an essential part of the team, and um, it's always funny to see like his interactions with Ash, especially you know when he meets up with him again here. He takes a knee, and Ash is quick to be like, "No, you know, <laughs> cut that shit out, like not necessary." Um, so yeah, the the bulk of the story you know involves Ash and and Pablo, who are still on the hunt, uh, or, or are still being hunted by the police. Which I gotta say, like worst police force ever, as they're just walking past this empty office where Ash and Pablo are hanging out, having a conversation about what to do next. Um, yeah, the police are just walking around uselessly. Uh, but yeah, they they decide that uh, you know they need to get to this other place and they need to rescue Brandy and Kelly. Ash has got to do it no matter what. He's willing to give up his life. Uh, and they, the first thing they have to do, though, is steal the coroner's truck, van, with uh, Brandy's body in it so they don't go cremating yeah. her, you know, mutilating the body. They got to have a pretty body to come back to, um, which is something yep. I got to bring up later <laughs> concerning Ash. But, uh, yeah, they, they, well, they do that. They steal the coroner's truck and get out of there and um, go cruising around and... Um, wind up back at, at Ashy Slashy's hardware store. Um, and the best idea that they can come up with after going down into their basement. And I thought, like, where the hell's that Night of Sumeria chick? Uh, Ash even says, hey, where's that chick? She's kind of cute. <laughs> and <laughs> she's, of course, gone now for plot conveniences, although we do see her later in the episode. Yeah. Um, but one thing I didn't really get here, I guess, was... You know, Pablo's unable to open the rift um, so that Ash can go in, like, with his physical body, uh, leading them to come to the conclusion that he has to kill himself by the dagger. Um, And and at first he's like, we have to have evil kill you. So he's like, okay, well, let's go out and, you know, (laughs) get myself killed. But Pablo comes up with the idea of, I think you just kill yourself with this evil dagger, which, you know, I thought that... Sure, but I thought the dagger was also supposed to kill evil. Like, it's the only thing that can kill evil. So does that mean only evil can kill evil? I don't know. That can't be the case, because Ash is constantly killing evil. And I don't think Ash is evil. Yeah, yeah. No. He's just the the prophesied one. The certainly thinks he is. Yeah. Well, of course, because um, they think he's freaking <laughs> Chainsaw Massacre Man running around uh, cutting up all the, <laughs> the kids at the school dance. Um, yeah. So I wonder how he'll work his way out of that that little ditty, especially since the clone well, of him we'll is dead. See. Yeah, so, I mean, there's no real way for him to, you know, say, you know, to this prove is it. exactly what happened because it also melted away. 
So Ruby's really the only person who could get him out of a pinch, and maybe that's what she'll use as leverage in order to spare herself from the Dark Ones that are going to make their way to the world, supposedly. He couldn't go in with his, his real body because the, Pablo was worried about it getting taken over by demons. So the next best thing, I guess, is the dagger, but I just feel like, you know, that's kind of a bit of a nuance because you're right, it's it kills evil, but, you know, an evil can't kill evil. Maybe it's just that the, the magic surrounding the dagger that makes it what it is. Uh, is Possibly, it, or, or that you know whatever created it was certainly evil. Um, so, yeah, yeah, maybe it, it was imbued with that kind of power. Who knows? But it was really nice to see uh, yeah. uh, good old Ray Santiago get a uh, fight scene in the uh, in the hardware store, which is a pretty cool scene for him um, because they ended up accidentally bringing in the other body that wasn't Brandy's. Um, yeah, from the quarters van when they when they get into the store. Apparently, they didn't check that. And uh, you know, there was a moment even where um, Pablo's sitting there after he he kills Ash, and uh, he's he's kind of like rocking back and forth, and he's he turns and notices that the body bag is empty and the body's gone. And briefly, I thought, holy shit, does that mean we're gonna get to see a deadite Brandy? Yeah, right, right? that's what I thought. Yeah, I was, you know, I was hopeful, but uh, nope. Apparently, uh, he gets up there, and and you know the other chick appears. It's it's one of the random teens from uh, the high school slaughter. Yeah, and you see, and I thought, I thought the way they were going with it was that somebody had come in and stole Brandy's body. So I was confused up until the very last second when Pablo says something to Ash about the body bag. I was like, because it looked to me like he grabbed the right one. In fact, yeah, he did. He grabs the right one. Uh, if you see the scene when he opens up the body bag, you know, because he has Pablo take over driving, he opens up the body bag. And so I was confused as fuck. But we also do see that, you know, the one's moving in back there. So probably, you know, the deadite powers are that they can, you know, do magic shit by switching themselves with, you know, however which way. So... Uh, yeah, th- that that really confused me quite a bit. <laughs> well, I don't know. It shows Ash, you know, checking to verify that Brandy's body is in the back, and it is. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know if they ever show which bag they bring in and downstairs with them, though. Um, oh, they do. They show it. That's why I was... I mean, I wouldn't have been as confused, but they do show it. And so... But, I mean, it's like I said, Deadites have that way. They can... They can manipulate the situation to their will, so it's it's no problem. I mean, at the end of the day, that's all you got to do. If somebody's confused, be like, well, deadites, man. Fucking deadites. <laughs> I suppose, that, yeah, that explains all the way. Um, but, you know, we get uh, a, a pretty sweet fight scene with Pablo and a deadite out of it where he gets to uh, finish her off a la paint can shaker. Um, uh-huh. might, which was might awesome. potentially be a new way to kill a deadite that we haven't seen yet. <laughs> I, I the whole scene was pretty that. awesome. It really showed Pablo can handle himself rather well. I mean, he was able to, to an extent in season two, but he ended up getting killed. So, but the, the scene was great. I really liked it, especially his final line of Brujo especial. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's much cooler now. Um, 
uh, <laughs> I was as uh, if he I, wasn't before. I was a tad disappointed, you know, to to see uh, no use of special Brujo powers quite yet. Yeah. You know, he still had yeah. to use uh, kind of earthly means to to fend himself off. Um, but the whole the whole time he's doing this fight scene bit, you know, back in the living world. Um, Ash has, has made his way into this, uh, uh, afterlife's place yeah. and he's got his hand back, his original hand back. And yeah. it's like the second time that's happened in this series, I believe. Yeah. Um, and you know, he, he's, he finds that by going through different doors, he's led to different, uh, uh, I guess sets that they had left over at the <laughs> production studio. Cause you know, he goes from the basement to the, the sperm bank to <laughs> the streets again. And, and is able to quite quickly, I think run into uh, the group. He finds Dalton and Kelly and Brandy. Um, yeah. Because of well, course, that's the benefit. That is the benefit of the thirty minutes is that they've got to, you know, you trim, you know, in a forty-five minute one, it would have been like twenty of it. Look, him looking for him. Sure, and I mean, maybe it'd have been cool. Maybe they'd have given just a, a Ash running into the monster first scene or something. But he kind of runs <laughs> yeah. into the whole group. And um, again, like I said, it's it's cool to have Dalton as part of their team. He proves yeah. his usefulness here as he's. Um, has no qualms about sacrificing himself to to this monster to go and yeah. uh, basically be doomed to hell for the team. Yep. You know, he's that willing to get them all out. And um, just That's in what general, what will do to you. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I hope they've got backup, you know, like we've been yeah. saying. I hope there's more fucking <laughs> team members here coming besides the one girl that's still living out oh, there yeah. and she looks yeah. like she's about to go through some shit you know at the end of this yeah, episode yeah absolutely yeah we'll she's see gonna be, uh... but I, I, did you think it was a little crazy that the delta uh somehow worked in this uh afterlife-esque world shit no that's not crazy it's the delta <laughs> of course it's gonna fucking work i think it um, might have to be tied it. into the the person's willpower or something like that because they, they yeah. pull some crazy shit um, I could only wish that we saw from the the dash cam view of what they drove through exactly as all these you know hands are trying to drag the Delta and the cast down to hell. Uh, yeah, I, I, which was a pretty awesome scene, I'll admit. Uh, it was, despite how just crazy it is to imagine <laughs> that the <Yeah>. de- <laughs> that they drove I don't know through hell or the passage to hell and and somehow came out alive. Good on you, Ash. I don't know how you pulled that yeah. one off. I want to know. I want to know what they saw when they went down in that shit. It's like you saw hell. What was it? Exactly. That's <laughs> why I wanted that dash cam view. Is just like driving through Earth. Maybe some some demons screaming at him. I don't know. But how did they control depth? How does he know <laughs> to go up or down? You know, a car can't do that. Uh, well, I mean, right now we're just asking way too much of this show to explain shit. We need the physics and everything about it. Oh, absolutely. This was a total like comic book moment, really. If you oh, think yeah. About it. This is something that I, I think would leap right out of the pages of a comic book normally. Um, although, it, you know, it, it's pretty awesome that um, they're they're somehow able to escape from this afterlife by going back to the rift. And, you know, it was kind of cool how they cut together the the really cheesy commercial that Ash did to come up on his TV while Pablo's there to give him the, the sign that it's, 
you know, time to go open the rift. But, you know, as, as kind of as I predicted, um, there was a problem with Kelly coming back because there's already a soul in her body. And for a moment there, yeah. I thought maybe they were going to have Kelly possess a different body. Maybe she was going to come out and just be a ghost. Um, but, you know, they went with the route of, no, she's just, she can't escape. She's trapped in that place for now. Yeah. I, I was wondering what, what was they were going to do about that as well. Cause it was like, you know, she's, I thought maybe it'll go and push her soul out and, you know, she would be able to take her body back over. That wasn't the case. And I'm glad they did it that way because that, uh, that could have been a cheap move, but, uh, the way they did it makes sense. And I like how they did it. Yeah. Um, it will definitely be resolved, I think, in the next two episodes by the end of the season, you know? That's all. Um, but I, I think they'll, they'll figure out a way, of course, to get her, uh, the, the dark one out of Kelly's body and, and Kelly free from the rift. Um, I think that's where they're going with this, hopefully. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, they, they've got a lot of interesting stuff to pull from still, um, there's gotta be some wrap up here with Ruby and, and what her and this, uh, buddy of hers are now going to do with the, uh, last remaining Knight of Sumeria lady. Yeah. No telling. All we know is it involves a knife. Do you think they're going to brainwash her somehow and, and use her that way? Um, this is a good possibility. Or, or maybe as like a human sacrifice kind of thing. That could be something too, something that they can hand over to the Dark Ones in order to spare themselves. I don't know. Well, the, her ability to speak the old language uh, really piqued her interest. So yeah. maybe she's like a good reader or something and can and do something with the, the last pages or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean... I think it all boils down to Ruby and the Dark Ones. You know, what 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 are the Dark Ones? How are they going to get there? What's going to go down? And, you know, whatever she has planned for the Dark Ones involves this chick. And, you know, it's like you said, the old language is something that had piqued her interest. So hopefully um, she just shuts her mouth. Or maybe it's the fact that it's her tongue. Maybe she cut her tongue out or something. Well, maybe they're going to turn her into a deadite, you know, and that it's escalated. one that'll be, <laughs> well, yeah, it sure did, pal. Um, but maybe she'll be a, a more higher level intelligence deadite that can do some, you know, evil readings or some shit. Yeah. There's, there's no way to tell um, anymore. Remember how the Rift uh, had the ability to, to, well, it, it possessed that one night guy and gave him yeah. the ability to like fuse into people. So yeah. who knows what the F is <laughs> really going yeah. on? Cause that definitely wasn't followed up with. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Cause that's a different sort of deadite. We've never seen anything like that. And I think what you're seeing there is just pure demon power with whatever is on the other side, the, uh, is that considered a dark one? Do we know yet? No, we don't know. No, yet. I don't believe so. It's just an unknown evil entity so far. Um, and obviously it's, it's quite different from the deadites we've seen before. Um, unless it was one of those things that possessed that night guy and, uh, you know, gave him the crazy, um, absorption skill <laughs> we can call it. 
Okay. Um, who knows? You know, so far all we've seen them do is is drag the the teens down to hell. Um, yeah. So if they could be possessing people, why wouldn't they be doing that yet? But then again, you know, this show will only show you something when you need to know it. Really. Exactly. Pretty um, much. So we're we're just kind of left questioning what the hell's going on when we're going to see this giant deadite appear this giant monster and it feels a little weird that now this evil dead franchise is moving in more of a like creature sort of way you know yeah i mean we had elegoth uh back a, a season ago and he was pretty cool and then we had uh uh oh god i'm already blanking on <laughs> this fucking name the guy um that ruby initially worked with do you remember his name? No. I listened to an old episode of our podcast, and I was like, by the end of the season, Ball. we were trash-talking him. Ball, yes. Ball. <laughs> Ball was kind of a non-threat <laughs> in the end, I remember us saying. Um, so, so you know, we're, we're in a slightly different territory now. It seems like they're doing some kind of, like, ghosty, demon-y sort of monsters. Um yeah. We'll see where this goes, you know? Two episodes left. I'm, I'm pretty pumped to see what they can crank out still. I hope Ruby gets her comeuppance. It seems like now they're finally... She needs to. Now they're finally like, okay, we have to deal with Ruby. She fucking killed Brandy. No yeah. more of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's unfortunate because the good Ruby died last season, and what we were left with was what evil Ruby was. Um, so... Yeah, it just kind of sucks that this is the way it's kind of gone down. I hate the fact that we've had to wait this long. Because, I mean, here's the problem. I watched that trailer, you know, months ago. And I saw the giant fucking Deadite in that trailer. And I've been waiting for that fucking shit. And it's like, it's going to be the last fucking episode. Last episode. <laughs> it's Yeah, we're. I, I guess we should take bets now on whether or not that's going to show up in the... Uh, uh, penultimate episode or the finale um because i could see it easily you know rising up over a building in the uh at the end of the next episode yeah you know maybe yeah. maybe they Me spend too. the episode dealing with uh uh the the kelly possessed uh, demon and getting her body back and getting kelly back into fighting shape and then yeah. we see that demon rise up because ruby does something tricky um who knows um or they could just save it for the finale We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I guess it's coming up. Two more episodes. Hell yeah, dude. Well, uh, until then, you know, you can keep up, keep current with the show by visiting our website at TalkingEvilDead.com. Or checking us out on social media, Facebook.com forward slash TalkingEvilDead. We do a wee bit of Facebooking. Yes, we do. That's true. Hopefully once this uh, season's over and uh, before we begin production on our next uh, podcasting season of Preacher, um, maybe, just maybe, we can figure out a way to do an episode or two covering some of the comic books or or older movies. Yeah, um, or the video games. They even had compelling stories. Oh, I would love to replay some of the video games. And I know Ugh. doing like a, a, a Let's Play with us, even if it's just like a YouTube series that we do, you know, a couple our chunks of I, I think that'd be a lot of fun that would be but yeah it depends on fan interest if you're really interested shout us out on uh, facebook and let us know if you want to hear some more evil dead content from us 
we sure love talking about it. And uh, yeah, we'll, we've loved this franchise to the bitter end. Oh, hell yeah. We'll, we'll definitely be back for more. But uh, until then, I have been your host, Mitchell. And I have been your host, Dustin. And we're going to keep talking Evil Dead. We're going to keep it groovy. And we'll catch y'all later. Klaatu, Verada, Hail to the king. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town.